fuck my life. I hate it here. Everything sucks. I'm poor. Hey guys, it's me, High Priestess J, and welcome back to my podcast. Um, this episode is all about watching your mouth and essentially your thoughts. So when I began my spiritual journey um, in 2015, I was in such a wild place, in such a raw place, and I turned to spirituality and folk magic to pull me out of that place. And I purchased a course, I invested in a course that I just felt like in my core would help me get out of the negative situation, right? And one of the ongoing themes throughout that course was to be mindful of my thoughts, to correct my thoughts whenever I was having thoughts that were not in vibration with what I was trying to manifest, and to use my words with more care. And this has been something that I've deeply integrated into my entire life. Um, (laughs) I feel like it's something that has always been a part of me, even though it hasn't been. But it's so important to me now that I am super careful with my words and how I speak and how I talk and, you know, the phrases I use and the way I order my words and so on and so forth. Now, when I was in high school, I had really effed up language and when I was in college I had really effed up language and even after that time my language was really messed up and what you have to understand is is when you are a master manifester or when you're a very spiritual person or you're somebody that believes and knows that they have control over their universe over their life over this 3d world and projection you need to be extremely careful about the way you speak and the words that come out of your mouth. And the reason is because your subconscious is recording everything, number one, whether you know it or not, whether you're aware of it or not, whether you remember it or not. And (laughs) number two, your mouth, the words coming out of your throat, that's that's that air energy and energy is energy so once you put it out there it's already out there that's coming to you so one of the things that I used to say a lot in high school was fuck my life that was like my favorite thing to say on the planet I was always saying that um it was like my motto I'd say it like a couple times a day (laughs) Uh, especially in class or like when I wasn't studying and I'd get my test back and I failed it or got a D. I never failed anything in high school. I don't think anyway. Yeah, I never failed anything. I just, the worst I ever got was a D. 
But whenever I would do thing, do things and not get, you know, my desired outcome, that's the phrase that I would go to, right? Or a phrase that I've noticed a lot of people saying recently is, um, I'm broke, right? And so another reason why it's super duper important for you to pay attention to your words is etymology. Etymology is super important. Why? Because etymology is basically the study and the history of the words that you were using today. And I find a lot of joy in using etymology when it comes to, you know, new vocabulary that I'm learning, that I'm trying to integrate into my speech, into um, the way that I talk, or words that I use all the time, or when I'm, you know, doing ritual or manifesting or whatever, I want to make sure I'm using the right words. I want to make sure I'm using words that are connected to other words. I like to use modern words that are connected to um, deities and, um, you know, energies and spiritual beings and so on and so forth. And it's important that you learn the etymology of some of the terms that you're using, as well as paying attention to words that are homophones, so words that sound like other words. And um, it's easy for you to like not think about that because the, the English language is very alive, unlike, say, Latin, which is a quote-unquote dead language, which only means that not enough people around the world know it understand it and speak it enough for them to use and create slang and change the way things are said, so on and so forth. So English is very alive. Spanish is very alive as well. There's French. That language is alive as well, but they also have in France um, a board that basically protects the language of French and (laughs) they kind of control whether words and slang can be put brought into the French language or not. They're very protective over their language, which I find very interesting. But um, the etymology is important. I'm sorry. I was talking about homophones, words that sound like other words. So when you're thinking about when somebody says they're broke, okay. And the English language, that means they ain't got no money, right? They don't have any money. But when you're saying I am, and then you're using that other word, that word means to, that word means that something is in shambles. It has been destroyed. It has no purpose anymore because it is not functioning how it's supposed to. So when you start using those phrases and you say them over and over and over again and you're doing your money rituals every Thursday and Friday and they're not working for you or you're, you're sending out servitors to carry out your, your bidding for you but you keep saying things about yourself 
that are implying other things about yourself. You can see how you would run into issues, how you would run into blockages, how you would run into actually being broken. Okay. So I want you, I want to challenge you guys to tailor the way that you speak, to tailor the words that you use to describe yourself, to be gentler when you speak about yourself. Instead of saying you're broke, you can say, you know what, my money is invested somewhere else right now. Or I'm not willing to spend my money on that right now. Or the money for that isn't in my possession right now, but it will be soon. You know what I'm saying? Or I'd rather not, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't feel like investing in that item at the moment. Or maybe right now isn't the, the perfect moment for me to invest in that item or do whatever, blah, blah, blah. The moral of the story is you gotta watch your mouth, especially since we're in Mercury retrograde right now. Mantras are very powerful. Air is very powerful in general. Mercury is um, an air planet. It's an airy planet. So your mantras are very, very powerful, right? Your verbal spells are very powerful. Your chants are very powerful right now. Words and phrases and even thoughts that are occurring over and over and over in your mind and, and coming out of your mouth are extremely powerful. So you have to get a hold of that. You need to find a way to control that air and shape it into something else that you want it to be. You can even do this with your thoughts, right? So when I first started on my spiritual journey, I had to do this all the time. And I still do it now from time to time. My brain is... Um, I've pretty much controlled my brain to the point where I don't say certain things and I don't believe certain things anymore and I don't attach myself to certain ideologies anymore just because I I don't want to be. Because um, <laughs> I don't want to be in that same situation I was in when I started on this journey. I want to elevate higher and higher because there's no limit. So say, um, what's something? Say, um, say you're on a weight loss journey, okay? You're fat. There's nothing wrong with being fat, okay? That's just a describing word to describe your shape, just like there's nothing wrong with being called thin or skinny or whatever. Um... You have excess fat on your body. That's cool. So you're on a fitness journey because you want to be stronger or be healthier or change the way your physique looks or whatever. And you've modified your diet or you've um, optimized your diet. That's the word I was looking for. You've optimized it so that you're eating more whole foods, you're eating more vegetables, more raw foods, you're drinking more water, you're doing, you know, all these great things, which you should be doing anyway. And side note, there are fat people 
that are healthier than skinny people. There are fat people that have healthier habits than skinny people. Okay, so don't <laughs> don't try it, girl. Cause I already tried it. But um say you have a cheat meal or whatever. Or say you accidentally binge and you know you, you feel like you ruined all this progress that you're going on and you're thinking, wow, I'm a, I'm a fat ass or a fuck up or a failure or whatever. Pause. Breathe in. Breathe out. And realize that life is about balance. The universe is about balance. You cannot have one without the other, right? So some days you're going to have a cheat meal. You're going to eat a burger and fries and a milkshake or whatever your favorite cheat meal is. Other days you're going to have that salad with the quinoa and the kidney beans in it or whatever, right? It doesn't make you an evil person because you had your cheat meal. It's good to have a cheat meal. It's good. It's okay if you, you know, do an act that you've been trying not to do. As long as you, in your mind, in your mind's eye, have and see that goal that you're working toward. And you can say, okay, I did this. I'm not exactly happy with it. But moving forward, I will do A, B, C, and D. so that I stay on the correct path and I can make it towards my goal instead of wallowing and being like woe is me and creating this narrative about how you're bad or you effed up and this is why you should keep going on that path that you've been trying to pull yourself out of no 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 you're not going to do that you're going to breathe in you're going to breathe out and you're going to correct right? So you kind of have to step, you kind of have to be your own parent in that moment. And, you know, if you ever had that moment in your childhood or whatever, um, or maybe as an adult and you have a child and they did something and you saw how genuinely upset they were or how sad they were and you, and you had to comfort them and be like, hey, don't worry because, X, Y, and Z, one, two, three, A, B, C, like all these other great things are happening. You have to do that for yourself. And you have to just correct the negative thoughts and the negative words. And you have to remove those words out of your mind, out of your vocabulary. And then another great way to do this is to start putting... Oh, can you guys hear the trains in the background? I'm like right next to... The, I think it's called the BART train system in Los Angeles. And my window's open. I like to have my windows open, even though the air quality here sucks. But um, <laughs> you have to retrain your mind, retrain your brain, retrain your vocabulary until you get to that point where you no longer think those self-depreciating thoughts and you no longer say those self-depreciating words and you might find that when you get to that that point where you're not having like 
hateful thoughts about yourself and talking down to yourself and being sarcastic and all that stuff that it will irritate you to be around people that talk like that it will oh my goodness you'll be like I can't even listen to you right now and you're gonna have to find a way to either remove those people or just let them know like hey I don't participate in self-depreciating talk so if you could refrain from doing that I would I would really appreciate that. I would be so happy because then I can continue my relationship with you because those self-depreciating thoughts and those jokes and all those memes, that's another thing, those memes where it's like memes of stuff that are horrible and you're laughing like, ah, ha, ha, I can I can relate to that. And then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, <laughs> I don't want to relate to that. It's kind of like that, you know, when you're talking to people and they're just so down on themselves and you're like, come on. This is a way that, you know, you have to think that you have to be if you want to lift yourself up spiritually and you want to bring your manifestations here at a quicker speed. You have to learn how to talk. You have to learn. Well, sorry, you have to relearn how to talk and relearn how to think and how to pick your words, and how to handle your stress verbally, or your your mistakes verbally and mentally, because it's all very, very important. And so, I keep losing my train of thought, but like I was saying before, one of the ways to do that, to begin that, is to, we all have reoccurring thoughts. So, take your negative reoccurring thoughts and create positive versions of those and then put them on post notes and post them where you're going to see them or my favorite thing to do is get a dry erase marker and start writing those uh, phrases those affirmations those mantras on your window or on your mirror it's my favorite to put on my mirror because that's a little that little libra rising energy I have since I stay in the mirror um (laughs) that's where I like to put my encouraging words and my mantras and my affirmations and any of the things that I'm working on manifesting I write them on my mirror because even if you're not reading it like I said in the beginning of this even if you're not paying attention your subconscious is pulling in that energy and it's storing that energy so you want to surround yourself with those high vibrational, those powerful, those transformative uh, phrases and statements so that they become ingrained in your subconscious and then eventually they become a part of your um, your waking conscious, conscience. Excuse me. So yeah, I challenge all of you that listen to this podcast to one, love yourself, harder and to number two choose a self-depreciating thought or phrase or a negative thought or phrase that you have that's reoccurring it can be about yourself yeah it should be about yourself about yourself or about a situation that you're in 
be it your finances or, you know, school, whatever, and create the antidote, create that positive phrase, and then put it everywhere, put it on your walls, put it on your bathroom mirror, make a cell phone background, make it your computer background, you know? Get one of those tattoo markers from Bic and draw it onto your skin. (laughs) I love those, by the way, because they're like henna, but they don't last as long as henna. But um, they're non-toxic and you can draw on yourself. I usually use them to draw um, Reiki symbols or um, sigils onto my body and... Sometimes I use them to write mantras, mantras, write mantras onto my body. And those are the Bic Tattoo Markers by Miriam Lumpini. So I challenge you to do that. And I challenge you to see what happens. And if you have a calendar app on your phone, if use your calendar app on your phone to, you know, mark the day that you do that thing. And then see if you can set a six-month reminder from that day that you start to do this work or a year reminder from that day that you start to do this work so that in six months or a year or whatever time frame that you selected, you can get notified and um, see how much you've changed. See what's changed for you, what's changed in your life, how you think different, how things are different. And even if you have a planner, you know, write it in the day that you do it. So today is the 18th. So, you know, I would go six months into the future. What is that? Uh, June, I think. Or May, I think. I'm really not good at math, so... (laughs) Don't ask me to do math, but, um, and that's because I choose not to do it because honestly, I'm an artist and I'm a thinker and like my energy goes elsewhere than figuring out how to do math and all that stuff and spatial awareness and things. Um, but you can mark that down in your planner or your paper planner or whatever device that you use to, to, um, Mark down time and keep schedules and see what happens. See how you've changed. See how you've grown. So I started that work in 2015, I believe, and it's about to be 2020. And yeah, like I started that work because my finances were not good at all. Um, I wasn't making a lot of money. I wasn't getting paid what I deserved. Hated my job was not happy with my life and things are way different now than they were then and I do attribute a lot of that to the way that I think as well as deepening that practice of watching my mouth and being very selective of the words that I choose to come out of my mouth and the thoughts that I choose to have and that I choose to entertain So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter 
at high priestess j with two h's at the end of high or you can find me on my website at highpriestessj.guru and um yeah the new moon is coming up next week so if you want to sign up for some reiki which i think you should um go to my website and click services and the new moon um reading and reiki reset is on there and you can sign up it's extremely deeply discounted and i highly encourage you to do it if you're interested in reiki um, I will be participating. I always participate in my Reiki rituals. And um, I love it. It's fun. And it's fun to see how things uh, pan out with the addition of the extra energy boost of the Reiki energy. So I'll talk to you guys later. And I hope you have an amazing day or evening, wherever you are, um, when you're watching this. Bye.